0: Was there ever a part of you that wished that things had worked out in the States or was it just a byproduct of the time? You know what I mean? Like, I think for me growing up, obviously you look at people like Jin who were kind of the, the forerunners of that and him signing a Rough Rider, was kind of like, oh, that's a big victory for Asians. But the reality of it was it probably wasn't the right time, you know? How do you look back on like you needing to leave to potentially find, you know, a sort of level of validation? Yeah.
1: For me, it wasn't ever, you know, trying to find a level of validation. I I never wanted to become a singer or a rapper or even a celebrity when I was younger. That was, that wasn't my goal, that wasn't my dream. It it all happened very, very organically. Like I used to, you know, rap for fun. I used to, I used to dance. And my mom was like, yo, go audition for this thing. I audition. And then they casted me. And at that time, we were kind of tight on money. And so I was like, yo, okay. And then, you know, my mom was like, yo go over there like you this is a good opportunity for you you know like take this opportunity and you know my grades weren't that good or anything like that so it's like okay you know I'll I go over here and and try to you know do well and, and support my family that was like my priority that was like my motive it wasn't to become famous or to do music or anything like that
0: as kids We rarely embark on a passion with the end goal of making it big. We do it simply because we love it. However, time and time again, we see the most passionate and the most honest to their craft discover not only a way to get paid for their passion, but a viable way to the top. And sometimes that path involves crossing an ocean a few times. From Seattle to Seoul and back to the States, Korean-American entertainer Jay Park has certainly taken the long and winding road to achieve success. It's been messy. Turning passion into a full-fledged career is hard enough. Doing so away from home in another country would be unthinkable if not for the right opportunities, the right mindset, and maybe just the right mother.
1: I wish that stuff worked out over in the States because I wasn't trying to do music in the States. You know what I'm saying? Like it just, all this happened very, very organically and timing wise, I felt like I was reaching a plateau in Korea. And so I was trying to make more music in English anyways. And that's when this Rock Nation thing happened. So everything just kind of happened like destiny. Like God's putting everything into place.
0: As one of the most recent artists assigned to the Jay-Z founded entertainment label Rock Nation, J Park has become an important link between Asia and North America. But opportunities of this magnitude don't just happen overnight. Instead, they come together bit by bit over countless days spent grinding, racking up wins, and working to get better. It goes without saying that it takes motivation to distinguish yourself in the entertainment business. But in the K-pop world, let's just say that distinguishing yourself isn't exactly up to you. Seeing Korea as what it is like a, as a creative culture, like I think there's a there's a certain sense of understanding of what it's like to put someone through the the gauntlet yeah. to make someone ready, star ready, right? Yeah. How did how did you look at that process and how did you maintain your own identity within that when someone else is putting you through?
1: Yeah, I mean, you
0: you can't really maintain
1: your own identity, especially when you're you're in kind of that that big machine factory where they're kind of just like. You know, telling you what to do and telling you what to say and telling you what kind of music you do, telling you what to wear. So it's kind of hard to find your own own identity, and that's kind of where a lot of the idol groups and stuff like that they kind of have frustrations because they're like, "Yo, I do this, I do that," but you know, I, I, I there's no outlet, no platform where I could show what I do. So that's where they have a lot of frustrations. Me, I was only in it for about a year, and then you know, unfortunately, you know, at you know, st- stuff went kind of left and we had to part ways. But after that, you know, I just kind of like did whatever I, I felt was right. I didn't want to be in a situation where there's people telling me what I need to do, what I need to wear, you know, and, and stuff like that. Because that's not, that's that's not, I'm not comfortable with it, you know, it's it's not for me. I, I did it and it wasn't for me. And so I started doing stuff my own way. And at first, you know, it's kind of rocky because it's like a trial and error thing. Everything I do wasn't the right thing. but I learned from all my mistakes, and so that's when I started getting better and better and better, and started really finding my path and and finding what I needed to do.
0: Like most K-pop idols, Jay had to go through the literal boot camps that shape their trainees into industry standard stars, or break them in the process. In an interview with the Glow Up podcast. He speaks of his experiences with the mental and physical abuse that shaped him which he concedes is synonymous with the Korean way. Cuz the culture in itself was kind of like when
1: when you get like certain lyrics wrong or you get like a certain dance move wrong they would like literally hit you. Oh, you know shit.
0: what I'm saying?
1: <laughs> so that cuz so that's cuz that's kind of like the Korean way, you know? Yeah, yeah. Um it's not like that now. It's much better now, but back then they were like yeah, he's like, let's say, like, this is the move. It's like, you motherfucking just kind of like, you know what I'm saying? It's like, I, and they, would, they wouldn't do that to me because, like, I was very good at dancing. So, like, <laughs> but I would see, like, this, I would see this dude next to me. I didn't get me. that, but the homie? Yeah, the, me. yeah the dude next <laughs> to me, and he's getting some shit wrong, and he's getting his ass with I'm like, oh,
0: my God, well, okay. Um. During his first foray into K-pop, Jay assumed the role as leader of the boy band 2PM and was destined to be part of Korea's high-profile entertainment landscape. But his meteoric rise with 2 p.m. was relatively short-lived. A private conversation Jay had with a friend dating back to 2005 included him making disparaging comments against Korea on Myspace. This led to his removal from the group. It's clear that Jay always felt some type of way regarding the way Korean stars were bred. And his comparatively radical mindset meant him and his adopted industry would part ways. He would return to the U.S. and close what had begun as a promising chapter of his career. But it wouldn't be the last the world heard of Jay Park. Do do you ever think there was a moment where, if this never worked out, could you live with the failure of not making it? How would that have, like, you as a person, like him, like how would you, how do you react to failure? So what, what, what I did, I don't, I don't
1: what i do is my my philosophy is that as long as you're not dead it's like there's going to be another chance you know um as long as you keep a, a a a positive mind and you have good intent as long as your motives are right i feel like even even if you feel cuz everyone fails you know failure is it's a natural thing in life but it's 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 how you deal with it it's how you come back from it i feel like that's the most important thing so you know even when i i mean me and the group part of ways and, and me and my old company part of ways i went back to seattle i worked at a used tire shop so i went from going on tv and being like this huge star to going back to seattle and changing used tires for like six months and but for me that i wasn't like oh, what am i doing it's like no that's just that's just life you know i didn't want to i didn't want to go back and spend my parents money so i was just like yo i'll just you know work work at this job part-time just to you know get money so I could chill with the homies, go, you know, eat, whatever, whatever. And then, you know, oddly enough, shit started to go right again. So it's kind of like, yeah, I mean, I, I never look at failure as like the last chance.
0: Sometimes it may feel like you're getting conflicting messages from Jay, but it's really just a social and cultural awareness coupled with industry experience. Show business has required him to navigate choppy waters. Different situations need different personas. Spending the last decade or so in Korea has given Jay a good understanding of a culture that couldn't be more different than the United States. But this could very well be his advantage, especially at a time when, as he said, the world is looking at Korea now more than ever. A personality defined by blending different cultures allows you to analyze different situations from different perspectives, and more importantly, choose how you'll act. Jay has been able to find a balance between weaving himself into the cultural fabrics of Korea and the States and recognizing where change is needed. For one, he recognizes the flaws in the hierarchical entertainment industries prevalent in most of Asia. What do you think is the the one thing you would like to improve upon or add inject into Korean Korean creative culture?
1: Um, just just to let people be more free. Yeah. Because right now everyone's so afraid of like taking risk and what what their elders are gonna think, what their superiors are gonna think, what their seniors are gonna think. You know, people the older people they don't want the younger people to surpass them, so they're kind of like you know, cutting them down. And so, like, nah, it's just got to be, like, yo, like, more free. Be more free and 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 help each other out. It's like if you, you you can't be afraid to let someone surpass you. You know what I'm saying? It's like if they surpass you, it's a win for both of you guys. You know what I'm saying? That's, that's how you got to think of it, especially if you're on the same team. It's like the people are, like, they're too competitive. They're too, like, it's such a... Uh, uh, too competitive to a point where it's kind of like they get jealous you shouldn't be jealous or envious it's like you should be competitive so that you can you know um build that synergy and and feed off of each other but you shouldn't be cutting people down you know what i'm saying and i see a lot of
0: that but at the same time jay recognizes the tact needed for him to succeed in both markets something that could be either a product of his character or his near decade living in korea Do you think that there's this balance between arrogance and confidence that's perceived a certain way in Asia versus how it's perceived in North America or the Western world? Of course. Of course. You can't. In in Asia, you know, if
1: you're going to pop off like a lot of the people do in the States, it's not going to be received very well. I mean, a lot of people are going to talk about you. Um, You're definitely going to get a lot of haters. But you, I, you, but you definitely have to be able to back it up. But thus far, everyone that that's been super, you know, successful or popping has been pretty humble for the most part. Um, even everyone I've met, you know, everyone I've met, you know, there's a reason why they're at the spot they're at is because and longevity-wise as well, because they have the right mindset. Like you, you got, you got to know, like you got to you, you, you can be able to learn something from. You're able to learn something from anyone even if they're younger even if it's a baby even if it's a a homeless man you know they might have something that you know you can learn from and vice versa you know it's like everyone you know is teaching each other everyone is you know so you I don't know like unless you're like Conor McGregor like he's he can back it up he talks a lot of shit but he backs it up so but other than that yeah, everyone I've met for the most part
0: has been super homeless While Jay's cultural background has made him gain traction both in Korea and his home country, the key character trait that's helped him stay in the game this long is a pretty universal one. It's the willingness to put yourself out there and stand firm, no matter what the crowd says. So someone has to be like, yo, I want to do my own thing and kind of have to
1: take all the blame and take all the flack. Like, no, that's not right. Like, you, no, that's not the right way to do it. But then once, you know... Once someone does that and start and they 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 keep on going and and, and fight, they, they can get through all those obstacles, then people will start seeing, oh, it's not that bad after all, you know? Oh, there is another way. So I mean I think it's very important for people to continue to kind of just fight for what they believe in, you know, even if it's not not the most popular opinion at the time, you have to be willing to take that risk. You know, like I, I feel like a lot of people they're they're afraid of taking risks because they're 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 afraid they're gonna get um, bashed on the internet or whatever. But that 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 is getting getting flack on the internet is nothing.
0: So, one question that pertains to your, obviously, you're now, you know, you just signed a new deal with Rock Nation. How does that change your ability to kind of connect these two worlds, oh, East and West? You know? It's huge. It's huge. I
1: mean, even just the fact that a place like Rock Nation is giving someone like me looks, because, you know, even in, even in this, like, Korean K-pop world, I'm not the biggest artist. You know, I, I definitely am doing my thing uh, in a way where no one else is doing it. Um, paving my own lane, but number wise, like you know, celebrity wise or whatever, there's a lot of people with a bunch of more followers than me. Da da da. But just the the fact that they acknowledge my music and they acknowledge all the work I have put in, because not not a lot of people they 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 don't acknowledge the whole grind, the whole story. Yeah. They only think about numbers and and just fame and da da. da if you're popping at the time, yeah. but I feel like Rock Nation, they really, they really, um, find like and importance in character and what yeah. your story is what you're about you yeah. know what you value as a person yeah i feel like they 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 take really take that into consideration and yeah. so just the fact that someone like rock nation someone like jay-z people who work with rihanna and j cole acknowledge me like that that in itself is just i'm very thankful for that first off yeah. and then just i feel like now there's like a lot of doors that can be opened because before i i wouldn't know how to maneuver in the states i would have no idea i don't know how things work there I've, i haven't you know done anything there officially yeah. um but now you know these guys are they know what they're doing so yeah. they can kind
0: of show me the ropes why, why do you think this rock nation thing happened you know now and maybe not a year ago two years ago why is it the right time now because even even
1: a year ago two years ago um i was still progressing like i was still you know finding my place in korea i had just made AOMG. It was just kind of getting established. I was just kind of like, you know, people were just starting to recognize and kind of acknowledge me as like, yo, I, like this guy is not just some guy. Like he's, you know, he's he's doing, he's he made a, a label, he's a CEO of a label. It's like a hip hop label. It's, it's successful. He's putting out albums. They're doing well. He's putting out a bunch of content. Um, I'm doing hip hop and R&B and getting acknowledgement for both. Um, and so just kind of like, all the all the accolades and all the achievements kind of just piling up. And then they started to just kind of, oh, and they they came to one of our shows and they saw the show and they're like, yo, like we have to work with this guy. And so that kind of built up into a deal. And so it came, I think it came at a perfect time, just like movement-wise in general, as where you know you see like Keith Ape and Rich Chigga and Higher Brothers and, and, and uh just certain just Asian faces in in the american hip-hop world and also came a perfect time in my life in my career where it's like yo i feel like i've done everything i can do i can't do much more here yeah i've made two labels i've gotten awards i've been on you know i've done everything i could do here and so for me to kind of like move on and i speak i speak you know pretty good english too so it's (laughs) like why not try you know why not try to do shit in english you know with rock nation
0: Jay since come home, and he says he doesn't plan to change himself to better fit into the U.S. market. More importantly, this latest chapter won't be just about him anymore. Before, it was just, the challenge was just to,
1: just to make a song. That was the challenge. Because I wasn't very seasoned at making music yet. Yeah. And now as you get, you get, you know, you get more money, you get, now it's like, there's taxes Oh shit what I'm, what am I going do? how do I, how do I manage this money? What do I need to spend it on? you know I don't want to just blow all my money on buying cars and jewelry, you know what I'm saying like I want I want to really be able to even if I don't make music my whole life, I want me, my family, my friends to be good. So it's how, how do I spend this money And once I create a label, how do I how do I break these artists? How do yeah. I what do I do for their careers? What do we need to do? Yeah. And then it becomes one artist, two artists, three artists, one label, two label. And then, um, yeah, and just th- there's challenges every day. Before it's kind of like, you know, these everyone, everyone in Korea they didn't really see me as a hip hop artist. They kind of saw me as like a, a pop like sugar factory artist, w- which I was at one point. But then when I start once I started doing my solo thing, I wasn't. And to break that, to break out of that mold, to get out of that um, image that everyone saw of me, it took a lot of work. It took mm-hmm. a you know, and and it wasn't like had to force it it just happened super naturally yeah. I just had to put in a lot of work I just felt like yo you okay you like the, the, these guys want to work okay do, I'm down to work I think you're dope you guys think I'm dope let's work and it just kind of like continuing to add on to, to all that all the grinding all the work all the music and then people slowly started to see and yeah. then seven years later you know, now it's kind of like a, a whole different story
0: and it's this work ethic that defines Jay he never dreamed about becoming a star but simply recognized that success comes from a very real place. The feeling of a grind, challenge, and disappointment. But also thrown in there is gratitude. So it makes you wonder, where did Jay get this from? Yeah, where do you find that, that sort of martyr vibe where you're like, I'm going to put the whole team on my back, you know? Where do you think that comes from? I don't know. Uh, I th- I mean, I, it definitely
1: comes from, you know, hip-hop, for sure. Yeah. You know, like, hip-hop ever since, you know, I, even though I'm not from the hood, but everyone's like, you know, oh, I'm going to get on and put my whole hood on or put the whole crew on. That that definitely plays a big part in it. And just because, you know, I grew up with a a big family, you know, like, um there's always, like, cut, like, family functions where all, you know, all the cousins would come and, and you know, we'd, we'd all go to church together or whatever it may be, I think because of that as well. Um, and just even being part of a B-boy crew yeah, I mean, when I was in high school. Same B-boy crew still, but being part of that crew, definitely, like, that brotherhood, like, yo, like, you know, just look out for each other. And it's like, it's not even just that. It's like, I feel like just everyone has to look out for each other. Because this is, this is like, some other stuff, but there, there I feel like there there are, are, you know, a few select few with all the money in the world that control everything. And they kind of want... Like people to kind of fight for crumbs, you know, it's like we shouldn't be fighting for crumbs. Like we should all be, you know, helping each other out and and, and spreading love and positivity and realizing like, yo, like, you know, there's there's some other other stuff yeah. going on. You know, yeah. it's not it's not just about, you know, the the fighting for crumbs and all the other, other petty shit. Like yeah. we need to get over the petty shit, yeah. really, really realize what's going on and open your eyes, you know.
0: Jay embraces a counterculture point of view to the current industry. Depending on which side you fall on, it's a point of contention that has plagued many industries for some time. Despite the fact that celebrities, more than ever, are accessible through all channels available to them, sometimes you need to zoom out a significant amount to understand you're looking at but a slice of someone's personality. Jay Park, the Korean and soon-to-be global pop star, has a number of unexpected facets to him. As much as you may be cultured a certain way, the dual vantage points offers a choice that others may not enjoy. The cultural awareness of Korea, partnered with a certain hip hop and family mindset, are things that have been pivotal towards Jay's ability to persevere.